Hello and welcome everyone. Those of you who follow us on other platforms must be aware that we just wrapped up our Fall Fest Enigma and quite largely hailed as a massive success. That's true. It was a success. And here we are back at For the Love of Pod. Today we're going to talk about this great pandemic fiasco that is technically still underway in the US and they call it their presidential elections. This is Shobhit and I am Utsav. Let's begin. So, at the time of recording, Biden has reclaimed the all-important states of Michigan and Wisconsin. Something which the Democrats couldn't manage in 2016 and is just a step away from ending Mr. Trump's rather illustrious tenure as President of the United States. Biden hasn't yet reached the 270 mark, but here we are seeing a moment of reckoning for the incumbent president as the mandate shifts in favor of the Democrats. Yeah, that is true, but Trump on the other hand falsely and prematurely claimed victory in key states and has ever since peddling dubious conspiracy theories and will likely approach the courts in the near future as the mail-in vote count is still underway in some states. A US presidential election is subject to intense worldwide speculation and interest owing to the huge social, cultural, economical and geopolitical implications it pertains but also because the leadership of the most powerful country in the world is up for grabs in the most ostentatious way possible. Add Trump and the way he has handled the job to this mix and you have an event that has immense cultural power which magnifies America's global significance, albeit a recent waning of appeal due to the great Donald himself. God, Shobhit, 2020 has really hit us hard, yeah. More so in the case of the US, which suffers from increased domestic turmoil. And we as teenagers, we have like come across uh, the news through social media and through Twitter and Instagram, where we see scenes of overworked healthcare workers, of mass demonstrations over the police killings of African-Americans. And then there are memes of armed vigilantes challenging pandemic orders and protesting against corona itself. <laughs> so... It's been a whole ride for the US and the election comes as the biggest circus of them all. Today, we are going to talk about various talking points that must have made you pull up the Google search bar with respect to the US in the past few months. You know, an African-American is killed by the police. There are protests of a large-scale nature and some of them turn violent. It's been a recurring story this year. True. The streets have become a reflection of a movement. Uh, a sentiment of greater equality and change prevails. However, on the flip side, there has been backlash to the demonstrations which aired support for the president and hence can be hailed as one of the great dividing lines of this election. And it's likely to be so in the future, conflict will surely stay on the US streets. No matter who wins, there will be a sizable population which will be upset about the result. This has led to things like tactical apparel becoming a lifestyle industry and a non-scalable fence is being built around the White House as we speak. And then there are retailers right from Target 
to Tiffany and Co across the country beefing up their security to fend off possible damages on account of election related protests in the coming days that's right shobhit and a buzzword that's often thrown around during this time is the electoral college which elects the us president an indirect form of election where a us citizen when they cast their ballots they are actually voting to elect the electors and not the president who are pledged by their respective political parties to support that party's candidate population decides the number of electoral college votes each state gets and there are total of 538 votes so the winner is the candidate that wins 270 or more votes of these selected electors so simply speaking state level contests are voted for rather than the national one with 48 out of 50 states having a winner takes all rule so whichever candidate wins the highest number of votes is awarded all the state's electoral college votes this makes it possible for a candidate to win the popular vote the national mandate like hillary clinton did in 2016 and there have been four other instances out of the 58 elections so far where a person has got the national mandate but still falls short of the required 270 electoral votes the whole concept of an electoral college and the winner takes all system gives rise to a term referring to highly volatile states where votes could sway in either party's way and these are the battleground states or the swing states where the margin of victory is expected to be fewer than 5 percentage points here democrat and republican voters have a relatively even presence in contrast to most states which are traditionally inclined towards one party or the other and hence are referred to safe states safe because these are the states where the presidential candidates don't spend much attention and time in campaigning let's get back to what is happening right now leading up to the election democratic candidate joe biden has been consistently ahead in national polls but like 2016 results rest in the hand of electoral college votes which in turn are swayed by several toss up states speculated to have close margins namely those of texas arizona ohio north carolina florida and georgia for trump in 2016 pennsylvania michigan and wisconsin were the key battleground states whose votes propelled him to the presidency He has already considered Michigan and Wisconsin to Biden and it's predicted that he will likely lose Pennsylvania as well. If Congress can point to a clear winner, something which probably won't happen this time, the lawmakers have a say then. The elections might end up before the US Supreme Court over challenges by a losing president Donald Trump, disgruntled by the huge numbers of mail-in ballots. This seems a fair complaint on Trump's part because there has been a historical trend which is known as the blue shift where legitimate voters of earlier absentee votees tend to be democratic leaning and leads to democrats winning the elections after an early republican lead feeding trump's agenda trump has hence been very outspoken about his views on postal ballots and certified the whole procedure to be the greatest rigged election in history However strange this might sound to you this time the blue shift does have a logical explanation 9.2 million covid-19 cases and over 230,000 deaths the US is the country most hit by corona 
again something which is going to be a major assessment factor of the Trump administration. However, these many cases have made political parties in the United States urge voters to vote via mail ballots as part of the early voting process and avoid the polling station on election day altogether. A record number of nearly 100 million Americans had voted before election day compared to the 47 million early voters last year. This push for early voting came mainly from the Democratic Party and more number of Republicans are believed to have voted in person on November 3 by visiting the polling stations. And that is why Trump threatened legal action to stop counting beyond election day and had earlier tweeted that the states taking time counting votes after November 3rd won't be allowed by courts, which is obviously bullshit. Not counting legitimate mail-in votes would mean disfranchising millions of voters uh, who consider the coronavirus a real threat, unlike Mr. Trump. So everything wrapped up, the times are projecting a Biden win. Then thereafter will be the time when the outgoing president a quite hostile and salty Trump in this case, will have to tie loose ends and peacefully transfer power. The lame duck session, as it is popularly called, which is basically uh, any session of Congress after the November election and before the new Congress sits in January, will be seeing a battered Trump still having the expansive, albeit dwindling powers of the most powerful job on earth at his disposal. The 2020 pandemic elections, as some people have dubbed it, to be surely has delivered in being a worldwide spectacle. There are conflicts being reported in various parts of the United States and large-scale political and legal drama will likely continue in the coming days. And Utsav, I really bet on Trump having like a mic drop moment of his own, you know, as he leaves the Oval Office. Definitely, definitely. With this, we bid you goodbye. For the love of pod, please follow our Instagram channel at the rate FIC Hindu and stay tuned for further updates.